Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on God's love. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, there's definitely a component of, uh, like, we have to recognize our limits and we have to recognize boundaries um, Mm -hmm. in this whole ecosystem of love, but that's for another conversation. I think just just so that this doesn't purely stay intellectual or conceptual, I want to chat a little bit about, like, how do we, what do we do to practice receiving the love of God? Because I think a lot of us go straight to doing, right? How how do we? That's show, what I do. How do we show love to others? Oh man, me too, man. Yeah, I'm bad at it, but <laughs> uh, you know. Okay, so the so for God to love the world, He gave. Okay, let's go give love to others. Which, yeah, sure, that's obviously very important. But I think I think even before we do that. We have to receive the love of God. We have to receive the love of God. And I wonder what that looks like for you. And and I'll try to share what it looks like for me. And I will start as you gather your thoughts. Because again, we we don't we we don't do a lot of uh, podcast prep around here. No, um, I don't think people I, can tell though. And by not much. <laughs> uh, no. uh, so you know. That's been, this has been really hard for me over the years um, because, because I am, I am a doer. I am a, a, a fixer to some degree, someone who is much more comfortable trying to make things happen rather than receive relational you know, relationality and, and love from other people and friends, especially mm-hmm. from God, because how we relate is how we relate. That's another rich in gymism. You know, you don't, you don't do well at receiving God's love and then really bad at receiving other people's love or really good at receiving other people's love and really bad at receiving God's love. Like how, how you are with God is probably how you are with others and how you are with others is how you are with God. Yep. So I say all that to say, for me, it's been a struggle. And what that looks like is, I think that's why it's been hard to be quiet. We've talked on this about solitude um, and silence and contemplative scripture reading and contemplative prayer as being these four disciplines that really cultivate um, a resiliency of soul, which just means, man, when I get knocked back down, when I get knocked down, I can get back up again. That, that, but that also create a capacity to receive God's love. And for me, I think that's why those disciplines have been so hard because I feel more comfortable doing than receiving. And what, what that, that's again, to continue to echo what we've already been saying, I think that's why those sensory walks have been so important for me. That's why, and again, I admitted already in, in a previous episode, like, that I've I've neglected silence and solitude a lot lately, and I'm trying to re-engage with that. But but it's in it's in those moments where I slow down and I quiet myself that I remember because I forget so often that I remember that I'm not just a human doing that I'm a human being. Mm. Yeah, God made me in His image, and He didn't make me to 
produce a lot of stuff for him that he made me, I think he said, you know, because he loved the world that he gave his son that to that, he wanted me to be in relationship with him. And so there's, there's a relational component, a love component to it. That is the basis of everything else. It's, it's like, it's not like, okay, here's some self-help advice. So then you can go do more. It's Mm. like, no, sure. It's good to do good things, but first and foremost, what, what is most essential to our theology, to what we believe about God, what's most essential to our, our own health is first realizing that we are loved Mm. and not just in some like generic, like self-love, which it's important that I, that I do think positively about myself. Um, But I can only do that when I first recognize, man, I am made specifically intentionally by, by a creator that loves me. Mm. Um, that changes everything I think. And I think for me, it's doing those sensory walks. It's, you know, last week I, I put a 10 minute timer on my phone and I turned on some like waves music. <laughs> like, yeah, just hear like, I'm, you know, beach. I'm in Ohio, but I like, it sounds like the beach and like just sat there and just saying some breath prayers and closing my eyes and it's in those moments. I think that I remember, I start to remember a little bit who I am Mm. and I'm a son, you know, I'm, I'm loved. I'm not just the work I do. I'm not just, uh, my, my latest best achievement or something. Cause I think as a three on the Enneagram, and if you're not familiar with the Enneagram, sorry, but, um, as a three on the Enneagram, very much a high tendency towards performance and towards, uh, success or perceived success. And so slowing down and quieting my soul is where I remember who I am and often where God meets me in that space where I'm like, man, I'm a human being. I'm loved by God. And so I could say more, but I'll I'll pause there and want to hear a little bit from you. What does that look like for you? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part four in our conversation. We'll see you then.